All right, this is Jared with MetalSpeak.com. I'm here with Sven DeKelway with Aborted. How's it going? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. We had a long drive overnight. I think 10 hours or something. But, you know, you guys we're in Salt here Lake last out. night? Huh? You guys in Salt Lake last yeah, night? Yeah. Okay. It's quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a drive. Mm -hmm. Did you guys do I-70 or did you come up? Uh, I have no idea. I was sleeping no. the whole time. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, the, uh, like a lot of bands are hit or miss with the, uh, well, the weather's nicer, so... A lot of them yeah, avoid yeah. 88 in Nebraska because right. you know, all the flipping bands and stuff. But no worries. Uh, how was the show last night? It was cool. It was cool. It was, you know, for a Monday we had like, I guess 150, which is for a Monday not too bad. And yeah. The kids were into it, so it's a good time. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, what's the best stop been? On, best stop on the tour been so far? Wow. Uh, it's hard to tell. I think San Diego was definitely a highlight. San Diego. Yeah. San Diego and probably like Brooklyn. Yeah. Have you guys been through Texas yet, or is that? We did, but it was like an um, like out of the way location, uh, Fort Worth, oh, okay. and the show was moved last minute, so oh, okay. promotion wasn't that good. It was alright, but it wasn't what Texas is known for for definitely. Yeah. I say usually every time I ask that question, somebody says something in Texas. So. Yeah. There's only one show, and it was really like promoted really late. So. Yeah. It's kind of kind of yeah. yeah. Um, where do you guys head after this? Uh, Iowa. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> it's a bit of a jog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun drives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it should be okay though. I think we're playing Des Moines. So oh, okay. Should be all right. Yeah. Be a good show. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, definitely. Um, you guys had a new album come out, Global Flatline, a couple months ago. Yeah. What's uh, What's the response been so far? What, what so you guys far, think? really good. I mean, it's probably the best album reception we've had in, in a long time so people seem to be stoked about it we worked really hard at it and it seems to be paying off we're touring so we're happy there's a pretty uh, pretty long gap between that one and the last one it yeah. seemed like uh, you know between the Condor and Enigma and, and Strychnine it was like you know maybe about a year, a year and a half a year and then, yeah. yeah and then uh, took a pretty pretty long break between was that we did an EP in between right instruction. exactly but yeah I mean, we felt that Strychnine was a pile of shit because we were rushed to do it within the next year to do Summer Slaughter. And the writing really suffered from it because we were really rushed out to do it, among other reasons. And uh, we were like, well, we're not doing another album until we're 100% satisfied. So that's why it took our time. So how was the, uh, how was the writing process different on this one? Well, it was more lengthy. Was, we were way more critical. and. Uh, we did a shit ton of demos, tossed a bunch of shit, you know, like, for Strickning, everything that was written was taken, and for this one, we just really, you know, like, skipped, like, three, four songs that we wrote, maybe, and rearranged things over and over. We did pre-productions, that was the first time we ever did pre-productions ever, so we, had, we we really took our time. Yeah, yeah. And then you had System Divide going, and some other stuff. Yeah. I was going to ask you, because like, you did that tour through the U.S. where you were doing vocals for both bands. Yeah. Like, how was that, doing that every night? That, that, was, the, that was a Canadian tour. That was fine. It was only 16 days, so yeah. System Divide played 20 and Aborted played 45, so it's like doing a full set with Aborted in the headline situation, so that was okay. If it would have been an hour and another half hour, then I probably would have killed myself. Yeah. It, it, it was all right. It was too bad. Yeah. I saw the post on that. I was like, man, that guy's a machine doing two sets a night. Doing what we can. Yeah. Do metal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you, you know, as far as like the theme of Global Flatline, you know, zombies on the cover and stuff like that, 
what do you make of the whole zombie chic that seems to kind of overtake uh, well, pop culture right now? Th that's what kind of bothered me because we had this idea uh, a long time before this whole zombie shit started getting really popular. And, and initially it was going to be a really zombie themed record and then we're like, uh, maybe we should change it up a bit because zombies are the new Twilight. Yeah. So we, we added a lot more like there's a religious aspect to the cover. It's not just zombies to us, it's more like man's end through man, the downfall of society and all that shit. It's more accentuated to those things and uh, what's wrong with humanity rather than just Ah, zombies. Yeah, it's more metaphorical than just yes. straight out. Exactly. Guts. Exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. Are you a fan of The Walking Dead, nonetheless? Um, I do like it, though. I think that they're stretching it a little too much in the last season. Yeah. yeah. As far as just the the drama and the interplay between the characters. Yeah, or? yeah. I mean, I, I have absolutely no problem with character development. As I really like, uh, you know, the older horror movies have a lot more character development and, and whatnot than the, the modern ones, but. Uh, with The Walking Dead, it just seems to be focused on gay-ass romance and whatnot. Yeah. It just seems like they could make it better. Let's just put it that way. I like it, it's cool, but it could be so much better than it is. Yeah. So where do you, where do you put most of your lyrical inspiration? I mean, what, what gets you going on that end? Uh, well, uh, my hate for mankind and um, just about anything in that is out there in society. Some songs are dealing with religion. Uh, other stupid shit, like there's uh, one song, Expurgation Euphoria, which is about um, this new drug in uh, Russia, which is a substitute for heroin. It's homemade, and what it does, it makes the junkies rot from the inside out. Wow. So, it's pretty intense. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, People can do whatever they want in their life, but if you decide to do something like that that destroys your life and the life of people in your own life, then you're a piece of shit and you should just die. That's my view on it. Always, always wondered about that, because we actually, uh, down in Colorado Springs, we had a high school down there that, it was just this one school, but they were all uh, hooked on black tar heroin. And I was like, what about that name made you want to try that? You know what I mean? Like, ecstasy sounds fun. But Black tar, really? <laughs> People do whatever the fuck they want, and if they kill themselves, then I don't care. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you, how do you respond? Because I, I think, and it, that might have been more around the time of the when Stripping came out, but... Uh, a lot of people were kind of slotting you guys in with Deathcore. I mean, did you... They still do with Global Flatline. It's, the funny thing about Aborted is... We started out you know, being heavily influenced by Suffocation, Carcass, Cryptopsy, Slayer, even Hatebreed and all that shit, you know. Because we, yeah, we, we have some breakdowns, but we have had breakdowns from before there was such a thing as Deathcore. Suffocation has had, and Dying Fetus have had breakdowns, right. or a mix, breakdown being the wrong term maybe, just like groovy parts and, 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 and slower breaks than, than, than you know the hardcore parts not necessarily the gen gen bullshit fucking breakdowns that is popular nowadays yeah I don't think we have that and as soon as there's a breakdown people are like oh death car you know pointing fingers no it's death metal yeah there's just more to it than just death metal yeah and we've been doing it for 16 years I don't think death was around so eat a dick <laughs> 
good way to put it. Yeah. It's a good way to put it. But do you really, do you really even bother with the with the genre classifications? Or yeah, really? really. I mean, people uh, seem to have this need to put everything in a in a corner. Whatever. I mean, to me, there's good music and bad music, and I'll listen to good music. And if that's deathcore, whatever. If it's death metal, whatever. If it's, I don't know, fucking country music, I'll listen to it if it's good. Yeah. What, uh, what do you guys have planned for the rest of the year? What do you have planned for the rest of the year? Uh, we're doing Europe right now after this. Okay. Like, we're home for 10 days, and we're doing Cannibal Corpse uh, oh, okay. Europe and festivals. Nice. And uh, after that, some more festivals, and then we take a little break because I have to do system divide as well. Oh, okay. Right. What do you think is the main difference between touring the U.S. and touring Europe? Conditions. Europe is, you know, it's more relaxed. The drives are a lot shorter. Uh, you get hotels every night, or you tour in a nightliner. As to where here, a lot of time just sleep in the van. I mean, it's different. I don't want it to sound like a like a faggot or anything, but it, you know, no sexual pun intended. But, um, it, it's it's just way easier and more comfortable to tour Europe. So for a European band to come to the US, it seems a lot harsher, if you know what I mean. Then the other way around, if Americans go to Europe, they're like, ah, this sucks. You're in a bus. You can't do anything. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's just a very different way of seeing it. Yeah. That seems to be the, the general response we get from the European bands. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Nicer food spreads, better digs, stuff like that. Yeah, healthier food, you know. But on the other hand, you, you depend on the venue's catering, which can be good or bad. Here, if you get a buyout, you can go get whatever you want, so you have a little bit more liberty to, to do what you want. Yeah. Instead of like the, the marquee pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, is there any music you listen to other than metal? Anything that? Uh, sure. I, uh, I like Queen. I like Beyonce even. <laughs> you no, know, my, my wife listens to a lot of uh, pop singers too because she she's also doing the singing thing. So. Yeah. So I, you know, Florence and the Machine's pretty cool. That kind of stuff. I like some other stuff, but ma I mainly stick to metal though. Yeah. Any bands that are really that you're like really excited about right now? Uh, well, I always love Suffocation and always will. Same with Bloodbath, it's a fucking great band. Uh, Origin's been fucking kicking ass on this tour. Really, really great bands. Um, I mean, all the bands on this package have been great, so I'm looking forward to actually get home, digest the CDs at ease at home. But yeah. yeah. Oh, one more. You're a pretty big gamer. Yeah. Are you getting Diablo? Uh, if it's on Mac, yeah. Because I switched from PC to Mac. Oh, okay. So I'll, I'll check it out for sure. I just bought Prototype 2 actually on the road now. Oh, okay. Uh, can't that. wait to get home and play it. <laughs> right on. You don't have a rig in the van? We do, but somebody punched it and it doesn't work anymore. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tour well, fail. Yeah. Ah, nah. That sucks. It happens. Cool. Well, All I right. won't take any more of your time, but certainly cool, appreciate man. it.